1: I know what you're trying to say, baby. You're trying to say, oh, yeah, it's business time. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Joining me now, Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist at Briefing.com. My favorite way to start the day. Um, obviously, reading page one, but uh, Dr. Jeff is in charge of the economics section. Uh, how are you doing today, Mr. Rosen?
2: Oh, pretty good of yourself.
1: Good, good. Uh, a slow day. The news is out there, it's just not terribly exciting today. Um, The housing starts is the only big economic one that I could... Not the housing starts, excuse me. Uh, The housing numbers that came out today was the big economic story that I'm reporting on. How about yourself? Have you seen anything big out there?
2: No, I think that, um, you know, we have the testimony of Yellen today and yesterday. And I think, you know, what's going on today is just going to be a mirror of what we heard yesterday. Uh, The new home sales numbers were nice that came out this morning. It was one of the few... uh, Numbers this month that has actually exceeded expectations. I mean, it still declined very, very modestly from, uh, from last month's, from December numbers, but uh, it easily topped expectations, and, and that was nice. So
1: Yellen puts Fed path on, on – on, Yellen's put Fed on a path to raise rates, uh, lift rates. Coordinate. That's kind of what I'm getting out of this whole testimony. Not a lot else. Uh, what are you getting out of it? um well,
2: two things one you know that yellen wants to raise rates at some point in the nearer future than i would expect um you know i am looking at cpi trends i'm looking at core trends i'm looking at even you know mean uh uh cpi trends mean pc trends mean trimmed trends and they're all down and you know is that a point where you want to raise rates when inflation is decreasing you know yeah the unemployment rate is closing in on what the cbo considers full employment but is the unemployment rate a true measure of what the um economy is really producing at you know i would argue it's probably biased so uh, you know the real unemployment rate is probably a little bit higher if not a lot higher so if you have labor slack and you have downward trending inflation why are you in the rush to Increase interest rates. You know, to me, that was a little discouraging. I wanted her to be a little bit more dovish than what she's been sounding, but she hasn't changed her her um, you know nuances, her expectations in several months. So I didn't expect to hear anything different. And I think she said what you know everybody expected her to say. I was just hoping that uh, she'd come around more towards my viewpoint than uh, than what her her common viewpoint is right now. The other uh, points that I was very pleased to hear actually came from um, one of the senators on the Republican side, um, Corker from Tennessee. You now we've been hearing a lot, uh, especially from the conservative wing of the Republican Party, about the audit the Fed uh, type of enactments that they want, especially from from Rand Paul. And Corker went through the list of. Everything that of the Fed that's being audited, coming to the conclusion that you know there is no reason to have a new audit the Fed policy because the only reason for it is to politicize the uh, monetary policy decision making of the Fed, and it's very difficult to find any economist on any side of either monetarist or Keynesian, you know, fresh water, salt water, whatever your viewpoint is, the well, you know, majority of economists, and like I said, I don't think I've seen any mainstream economists actually uh, come out in favor of audit the Fed. You know, everybody's saying, you know, don't audit the Fed. So the fact that a Republican came out to support the, you know, the idea that the audit the Fed is a bad thing was was very nice to my ears.
1: Okay, one thing that I heard one of the senators say yesterday was tied towards wage inflation because what. Walmart did by announcing that they're going to up wages, and then today, TJ Maxx doing the same thing, um, that it could lead to inflation. Is there any truth in that, or do you do you know what I'm talking about as far as uh, what the Senator said, or, or is it too abstract of a reference for you?
2: No, no, it's exactly what we want to happen, you know, what we okay. want is, you know, profit margins of businesses to come down a little bit because they're increasing uh, labor, labor costs. Uh, that could be from hiring more people, but it also could be from increasing wages. Now, when you have an unemployment rate, you know, in, in the mid fives, and the CBO claims that the full employment rate is right around that. You know, I think it's like five three or five four. <laughs> So we're at a point where businesses should theoretically be having trouble attracting new talents and theoretically having trouble keeping their talents at current wages. You know, in order to in order to get employees that you trust that, that work well, that are productive, you have to pay them. And the increase in wages by Walmart and you know, T J Maxx and whatnot could be a sign that's saying, you know, even at these more low-skilled jobs, we're having trouble finding employment, you know, good productive employment, and we're willing to pay for that. And that's what you would expect. You'd expect that to to move up and down the entire labor spectrum. So wages should grow, which would boost inflation. So far, you know, you've heard anecdotal evidence of that. You've been seeing it in, you know, another number which we look at um, in the JOLTS report. It's the number of job openings you're seeing a lot of job openings but relatively weak hiring you know signifying that there's you know a lot of difficulty in finding suitable talent and in order to find suitable talent you have to do something about it and the only way to do something about it is to raise wages
1: is there any negative ramification from this is it uh, are we going to suck profits out of corporate america and then the stock market's going to start plummeting or is this just it looks like a good balance to you
2: no it's a transfer because you're pulling money from the business that's being used possibly inefficiently if it's being saved putting it in the consumer's hand which will either invest it back in the businesses through the equity market or they'll buy stuff which will increase revenues so it, it doesn't impact the stock market in a negative way it's more of a transfer maybe some kind of a delay uh, and at this point where inflation is, you know, you have an inflation downward trending. We're well below target. Expectations are to, that we're going to remain well below target for, uh, you know, the next, you know, 10 years or so. So, yeah, if we're actually seeing wage growth, it's a positive sign for the economy. It's a sign that, uh, we're finally seeing an acceleration in economic growth.
1: Any other economic data out
2: there today or recently that we should be highlighting? I, we were looking at the, uh, the new home sales numbers today, and uh, okay. I was having a discussion with, um, with Patrick O'Hare. You know, the, If you look at the price premiums for a new home versus an existing home, a new home the average new home costs about $100,000 more than a uh, similar existing home. Yeah, you know, both have supply constraints, so you can't blame supply, you know, tire supply in the new home sector versus the existing home sector. What you're seeing is, you know, basically a change in the way builders are producing. You know, they're definitely having to produce for more high-end homes. You're not seeing the starter homes that you would normally expect that would, you know, bring the average back down. You know, the problem is that the amount of people that could buy homes are shrinking. You know, if you look at back from about 2000 to 2007 the premium was only about twenty thousand dollars on average and it didn't have much fluctuation so we're seeing a big increase in that you know and it's, it's making it more difficult and i don't know how much more these um these builders can get from a little bit of a problem now you know patrick said today that he believes you know, it's not a big deal because rates are at, you know, three point nine percent and you know, an extra hundred thousand dollars is only about four hundred dollars a month extra in or, or higher increase in your thirty year mortgage rate. So, you know, as long as mortgages stay low, that buyer's premium is, you know, perfectly suitable and you know, builders can do well. And you saw I guess Toll Brothers showed a, a nice quarter and you know, that makes sense considering what we've seen. But Uh, I'm concerned over the long run, and $100,000 price stream to me seems really large. The median size of a completed house last year grew to 2,415
1: square feet, um, which is part of these numbers. It's fascinating to look at. As the economy goes, so goes the size of the house. We're not at record sizes at this point in time, but we're growing back towards the McMansions again. Um, Anything else that you uh, are working on or find interesting at this point?
2: No, well, I mean tomorrow we have durable goods numbers. I'm, uh, I, I think they're going to be really bad. Um, you know, the consensus right now is, is a significant rebound from uh, last month's. I think we'd have three and a half or three point four percent decline. Uh, the consensus is mainly focused on the fact that big declines are generally shown as big rebounds the next month. You know, I was looking at Boeing's numbers over the last several weeks, and they're terrible in terms of orders growth. And you know, orders in the aircraft industry play a big role in month-to-month movements in durable goods. And if that's true, we're going to have another negative month this co- this month. Thank you very
1: much. It's Dr. Jeff Rosen, chief economist with Briefing.com. I was just looking over some of the columns that he's written and some of the economic events that are on his calendar tomorrow. Obviously, the big one is going to be durable orders um, and the expectations are for shrinkage so that doesn't that should make a, a negative headline you know economy gdp numbers um, the financial media will jump on it as like is this a problem and we know it's going to be a problem because it's already indicated in expectations that it's it's down 3 plus percent 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air on my black you can find more about briefing at briefing.com